on episode 59 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast. To establish and rebuild trust, there are six basic steps that you need to practice as a leader in your organization and teach it to every single person. You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast, insights and information from world-class leadership experts. To establish and rebuild trust, there has to be negotiables and non-negotiables, but then there are six basic steps that you need to practice as a leader in your organization and teach it to every single person. Number one is state directly and specifically what you see happening. So let's say, for example, I have an employee. Let's say that they've started a rumor that the security cameras were put up in the hallways. I mean, this is all hypothetical but we're put up in the hallways to spy on employees. And another employee or a leader hears this and says, this is not true and it can't be good. How do we deal with it? Step one is we pull that person in and we sit down with them. And this is a key and it's got to be used all the way through it. Non-emotional. If you don't hear anything that I say in these steps, hear this one non-emotional. You can't be crying when you do this. You can't be yelling when you do this. Okay? Your eyes can't bulge out. Your nostrils flare up. Smoke coming out of ears. You can't do it. So, with compassion, state directly and specifically what you see happening. So, we'll use this as an example and we'll, we'll call him Bubba. Just So, I bring Bubba in. I sit down. I hear that he's talking about, we put cameras up in the hallway to spy on employees. We know it's not true. So I bring Bubba and I say, Bubba, and I state directly, specifically, without emotion, Bubba, here is what has been brought to my attention. This is a non-negotiable. This kind of communication is something that we don't allow. And so this is what's happening. Number two, state the consequences and your concerns about what you see happening. Bubba, I heard that you mentioned that these cameras were put in to spy on employees, and that is absolutely not the truth. I believe that our intent was very clear of why we put these up here. I want to reiterate why they were put up, okay? And by you starting this rumor or gossip, it's going to cause problems for both of us. So number three, invite and listen to Bubba's comments. So Bubba... Is this something that is legitimate or not? And this is where, and when I work with leaders, as soon as Bubba gets half of the first sentence out, they're ready to what? Come back with a sledgehammer and say, "Ah, I don't want to hear any of that crap. I knew that's what you were going to say. (laughs) Right? They don't want to listen or invite and listen because they don't want to hear it. And so the collusion is going to start at this point. So they shut them down before actively listening. Step four, if necessary, review your expectations regarding the behavior and to provide needed information and training. Step five, and this one's really important. Ask for commitment to improve the behavior Number six, acknowledge and let the person know that you appreciate their commitment. Under number five, 
I cannot tell you how many times I have witnessed, and I think we all can probably admit we've done it once or twice ourselves, to where we bring the employee and say, here's what I've heard about the security cameras. If it's true, that's starting a rumor that's not needed or necessary. Bubba, tell me what you think has happened. Zip it. Let Bubba either hang himself or apologize and work backwards, but Bubba's going to do one or the other. The more he talks, the more you're going to figure out what Bubba's real intent was. If you don't let him talk, you're never going to learn what he really was up to. Let him talk. Number four, Bubba, this can't happen. These are the expectations on your behavior and as a team member and so on and so forth. Is there anything that we are not doing on our end to help you, whether it's training or communication? No. The number five, and this is where most leaders fail at this process, Bubba, moving forward, I need to hear from you what's going to happen. And you have to get commitment from them that they are not going to do it again and that they're going to change their behaviors. What happens in a lot of situations, the leaders bring them in, say, here's what's happening. You know you can't do it. What do you have to say for yourself? They say, well, it's not my fault. Here's all the reasons, blah, blah, blah. And they say, all right, from this point forward, I don't ever want to hear this again. Don't bring this up again. I don't want you in my office again. You got it? Yes. Good. Get out. They don't ask for commitment from that employee. They don't ask for them to say, here's what I'm going to do starting today, moving forward. I need to hear from you what you think is expected of you. Because me telling the employee what to do is not effective communication. They need to tell me what they heard and let's make sure that we agree upon what I tried to communicate and what they heard. And only then can we move on. Will this process work if, as a leader, I'm emotional when I deliver it? No. It ruins it. Or if when that employee comes to my office, they don't know what they're going to get. Is today the compassion day? Is today the kick my ass day? Is today the I'm going to get fired or am I getting promoted? I'm not sure which. Every time I go in, it's a different scenario. That's where trust starts to unwind. Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hpleadershippodcast. Follow us on Twitter at hpl underscore podcast. And shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.